BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man, who's called Mal Evans, who's on roadie, and uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Salt and pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. You don't have to dip forever. You know that, right? You don't have to smoke forever. And the reason I say it like that is I have been that guy. I, I've been that guy. I dipped for so long and what would happen is I would decide I'm going to quit. Oh, that's bad for me. I'm going to quit. I'm a man. I don't need any help. I'm just going to quit cold turkey. And I would fail time and time and time again. I tried things like the patch. That didn't work. Gum. Sunflower seeds. I, I tried it all. It's just a matter of finding the right thing to help you quit. That's Jake's Mint Chew. Go. Put in your dip. Just make sure it's Jake's Mint Chew. It's tobacco-free. It's nicotine-free. It's even sugar-free. And I highly recommend, just a personal choice, I highly recommend their CBD pouches because it really helps take that extra edge off. Get a jakesmintchew.com. That's jakesmintchew.com. Make sure you use the promo code JESSE at checkout. When you do that, you get 10% off. This is The Jesse Kelly Show.
Are you afraid of the dark? Probably everybody is somewhat. I don't assume you're the type of person that the lights go out in your room at night and you're staring at the closet for the monster in there. I don't assume you're checking under your bed 90 times a day, but maybe you are. No judgment here. I got my own fears, you know. But afraid of the dark is a almost universal human emotion. Darkness creates apprehension because what it gives you is unknown. And we as human beings do not like unknowns. You have some fear of the dark, undoubtedly, because you can't see. And when you can't see, you don't know. Now, I have what, in my opinion, has got to be one of the all-time worst are-you-afraid-of-the-dark moments in human history. 1881, we are in still, this is not considered obviously the age of exploration anymore, but people are still exploring a lot. And when I say age of exploration, I'm talking Christopher Columbus, Ponce de Leon, Magellan, this thing that happens in men. It's a wonderful thing. I, I, I know for a fact it's something God gave us because it's just a consistent thing in men where they will risk it all. And by it all, I mean they will risk the worst terrors you can possibly imagine to discover new things, to go new places. It is our nature. And I know it is our nature because you and I talk history every single day and they just, they have to do it. In fast forwarding past our story and past the age of exploration, it's why, even though it's not my thing, it's why I understand space travel. I've never been big on it. As you know, I'm a cynic and a jerk. I just don't see the point. It does nothing for me at all. Oh, we landed on Mars. Great. Uh, Good. That's awesome. How does that affect me? Never mind. As soon as we found everything there was to find on this earth, for the most part, we needed something else. Well, what else is there? Oh, wow. Look, the moon. It's man's nature. And as a seeker of adventure myself, I get it. I'm more sympathetic to these adventurers than a lot of people are. I shouldn't say sympathetic because a lot of people admire them. A lot of people look at stories like the story today, the Lady Franklin Bay Expedition or the Greeley Expedition, whatever way you want to put it. A lot of people look at stories like this one today, this doomed story, disaster, and they think to themselves, what kind of person would risk that? I mean, I understand, and at least, you know, we do Medal of Honor Monday every Monday. I understand in combat, heat of the moment, throwing yourself on a machine gun nest to save your friend. I get that. But who sits down totally unnecessary and makes the conscious decision, I'm going to give myself a great chance of dying today? Why? 
oh, I want to see things no one else saw. And when I say great chance, let me lay this out. This is the era, late 1800s, mid to late 1800s, and before, frankly, but they are trying to figure out the North Pole. They're trying, when I say trying to figure out, you have to understand this is not the age of satellite imagery of 8,000 National Geographic high definition television shows. This is the age of we have no idea what's there. None. All solid ground, all ice. We don't understand the weather. Yes, we understand it's cold, but I don't, I just, they'd have no idea. This were there, there was a race at this time, a constant race where somebody was always trying to reach the title of farthest north, meaning nobody had been all the way yet. They just kept competing continually to be the person who reached the furthest, furthest north of anybody in the history of mankind. And so you say these things are a little too dangerous. I say that's actually really cool, right? Even if somebody comes along and breaks it, what a legacy. You know, I want to die with some stories one day. What a cool legacy. Jesse Kelly, the Shogun. Far th- what, Chris? Farthest north. That's cool, right? I-, I think that's cool. However, they knew during these polar expeditions They had these numbers. It's not as if they didn't know. 50% of the people who went on these trips never came home. Isn't that staggering? Imagine having that conversation with your wife. Sometimes the old lady can give you the long face if you're working a little overtime that week. How about the, I'll be back in two years. Well, maybe flip a coin. That's brutal and brave. Very, very brave. A different mentality, right? Look at it. Look at it's a brief side note. I'm not going to interrupt the history story too long here, but look at us today sitting around in face masks in kindergarten class. How embarrassing. What are we doing? Squirting hand sanitizer on your hands 90 times a day. My word. Come on. Find the human spirit again. Jeez. All right, I'm not getting sidetracked, Chris. But these scientists and army people get together. 25-man expedition led by Adolphus Greeley. Adolphus Greeley is an army man. They have all these army signals guys there. Adolphus Greeley is actually a veteran of the Civil War. Isn't that crazy how these worlds merge? The dude fought in the Civil War. Almost 20 years later decides, I'm going to the North Pole. And they get all their gear together. These trips always had to be funded by somebody. They cost a fortune. And when I say gear together, let me explain. They took a ship north called the Proteus. This ship was 200 feet long. And when I say gear, I'm talking food for three years. They had three years worth of food 
they had things like, obviously, they had a doctor. They had somebody who would do the cooking. They brought tons and tons of lumber to build. You can actually, if you want to do it, as we've done so many times, do a little internet internet uh, image search for Lady Franklin Bay Expedition, and you won't have to go very far down, and you will see the long, wooden, really nice-looking lodge they built for themselves. Well, well-provisioned, well thought out. And I need to emphasize this point. These guys were extensively, extensively read up on the polar expeditions. They know about the previous ones. Well, the ones that managed to limp back, many didn't. But they know what went wrong, what went right. They know what to bring. They know you don't bring wool up there, at least not too much of it, because wool makes you sweat and doesn't breathe. So while you're working, you sweat, then it gets cold, then you freeze to death. What you want is more what the Eskimos have, the uh, seal furs and such. Hang on, we're just getting going. Jesse Kelly. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. I hate when companies try to lock me into contracts. I will admit to you, I once signed a not one, not two, three-year contract for my home security company. Three years. And get this. About halfway through the contract, I had to move from the Dallas area down to the Houston area. They said they'd allow me to move the equipment down to my new home, but I had to restart the three-year contract again. If your service is that great, why are you locking me into a three-year contract? You don't get any contracts at Simply Safe. For as little as $15 a month, you can have outstanding home security, sensors, cameras, professionally monitored 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Go to simplysafe.com slash jesse. That's simplysafe.com slash jesse. That gets you free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. Cannot emphasize enough how well provisioned this trip started out and well thought out. Here was the plan. The Proteus, the big ship, was going to take Greeley and his men up into Lady Franklin Bay. Think Canada and Greenland, only north, (laughs) like really, really, really north. The ship is going to take them up. The ship is going to drop them off. Sounds a little odd at first, right? Why are you dropping us off? Can you stay? Well, and this is going to come into play later. Because of the sea ice situation, and that is really, really putting a nice, nice little short term on that. The sea ice situation, you only have about a short period of time where you can actually ship through these channels. You see, you're at the North Pole. 
And without going full-out science nerd on you, because I don't know enough about it, I do know this, though. When you get way, way, way up north, it gets light all the time during the summertime, even though summertime's often brief. And in the wintertime, the sun never rises. And the further north you get, the darker it gets. Living life in continuous darkness. And the ships can't get through these channels because there's so much ice up there. And then the darkness comes. And the ice, as you know from the Titanic, ice is a ship killer. And we're going to get to that later too. So the ship can't stay. The ship shows up, drops off all the explorers, unloads all their gear, says goodbye. And the plan was for the ship to come back after a year and drop off more supplies. Obviously drop off letters, a a note from the missus. Pick up a lot of the scientific things they're doing there. Remember, they're up there specifically for science, to do some exploring, to to look around a bit. Try to get furthest north. That's the plan. Oh, and in case you're thinking, well, that's dumb. What if something happened to the ship? They had a plan for that, too. The plan was they had several spots between Lady Franklin Bay and back home where they were going to drop off provisions in case they couldn't make it clear north. Again, these people knew what they were doing, took every known precaution you could take. But they did land in a place that is inhospitable, to put it mildly. There are some really cool pictures if you want to do that image search again. Lady Franklin Bay, cool pictures because they brought along not only a bunch of scientists... They brought along a photographer as well. And that just, it makes this, it makes it more eerie when you figure out how it turned out. But you can see them. You can look at a big group picture of them. You can look at their faces. There's one picture of them over a gigantic seal with the seal sliced open because they need the seal fat and meat. And they go up north. And they're dropped off in August, and they start building right away and build rapidly because he knows, again, these are educated men, he knows what's coming. In October, the sun is going to go down, and you're not going to see it again for four months. How creepy is that? And we're talking an area covered in ice, covered in mountains, covered in water, Covered in wildlife. At one point, they're attacked by wolves. 75 below zero. With 100 mile an hour winds. That is the kind of cold where you step into it. And if your coat opens up, you die instantly. Your body temperature will drop to a, you're dead. The when the weather was so terrible so often, but Greeley was a very smart guy. He knew, even well provisioned and whatnot, it was bad for the human mind to be idle. Really, really bad to be idle. People have known this throughout history, and he really knew it. 
So he would make them go out and do their little mini expeditions no matter what the weather was. And if the wind was blowing 80 miles an hour, they would tie each other together in ropes in the pitch black darkness and go out. Talk about insane levels of bravery. And the first year goes great. Goes absolutely great. They get all this stuff done. They do reach furthest north. They're getting all these scientific things done. And he has them doing not just science. He has them doing school. He has them playing games. They're constantly hunting. And I mean constantly hunting. Yes, they have food. But you always want to make sure you have fresh food. And the hunting gives you something to do. Remember, the plan was next summer, after one year, the Proteus was going to come sailing on up and drop off some resupplies. This was something, as you can imagine, after a year in this climate, you can imagine how much the men looked forward to that resupply ship being dropped off. Imagine fresh stuff. Imagine just a letter from home. I have been away from home overseas in an inhospitable place before. And the shortest note from home, the shortest window from home is treasured. Treasured. A year in the pitch black, freezing cold darkness, you'd be looking forward to a letter from the old lady. You would. And they were looking forward to it so much, they used to climb the hills and stare out at the bay in anticipating the Proteus coming with their resupplies. But they didn't know what happened. The Proteus was, at one point, coming with the resupplies. Everything was fine. But you see, the first trip they took up there with the Proteus, what they didn't know was that was an unreasonably warm period of time for the area. Summers aren't usually that warm. So they screwed up their timetable, and they screwed up, well, the expectation of how easy it was to get there. The Proteus loaded up with gear and took off for resupply, and nobody ever saw the Proteus again. The ice sunk it to the bottom of the ocean. And now you're staring out the mountains, and you don't know this. This is before satellite phone. Nobody told you, but resupply isn't coming. Try to imagine that feeling as your August resupply doesn't come, and then it doesn't come in September, and you know what's coming in October. Remember, the ships cannot come in October, and you watch as the sun slowly dips down beyond the horizon in October, and you know you have an entire other winter in the darkness without resupply. What is that feeling like? Greeley, he has a plan for this too. Like I said, very, very sharp guy. His plan was this. Okay, we waited, they didn't come. We have no choice but to wait throughout winter. They were still okay for supplies and food by then. Again, they loaded up to get there just for such a rainy day occasion. Very smart men. He said, but the plan is by next August, we're gone. If they're still not here, we're gone. We cannot take a chance on them coming. And they're still trying to come. It wasn't just like the Proteus sunk and there were no backup ships. 
Other backup ships were trying to come too, and they couldn't get through the ice either. And next August came, and no resupply. And now you got a decision to make. BattleBox is the coolest subscription service I've ever seen in my entire life. And you have to get this thing. I don't care if you're an outdoor guy, just an adventure guy, maybe a survivalist, whatever the case may be. You guys and girls who enjoy the great outdoors, enjoy getting cool gear, can get a BattleBox every single month. Starting at just $30 a month. The crew from that Netflix show, Southern Survival, they will send you one of these battle boxes, and it just has different stuff all bundled in it every month, and they have all the materials in there teaching you how to use everything. I have a hatchet now. I have a special device that will help me slice open a seatbelt and bust out a window in a car. These are just some of the items you can get at BattleBox. Go get yourself one. Go to BattleBox.com with no E. That's BattleBox.com, no E. Use the code JESSE. Get 20% off. Next August comes around and they're still out there looking and there's no relief ship coming. And now Greeley decides we got to go. It should be noted that there was a lot of disagreement with the people on the expedition about whether or not they should go. And how difficult is that decision to make? Can you imagine making that decision? Here you are. Uh, you've probably you've been searching it by now. If not, just know you're in a very solid structure. Keeping the wind off your head. Remember they had stoves and things like that. They're fine inside. You're okay. Sure, food is getting real low, but they could be here any minute. What if they show up? And remember, remember the time, how much time it takes to do things and and how little they had as far as communication equipment goes. They could, what if they show up five minutes after we leave? Let's stay. Let's stay right here. Greeley says, no, can't do it. Get in the boats. And they get in their boats. Yeah, you know, a lot smaller boats. And they start trying to make their way south. When I say south... I mean 250 miles. 250 miles through the polar water full of deadly ice and just disaster. They throw all their scientific research, which had been sealed in waterproof crates, they throw all the scientific research with them because now they're at the point, and it just just amazes me, the bravery of the human spirit, Now they're at the point they expect to die. They say, we are bringing the research with us, and they hauled these things all over the place because they said they wanted their legacy to live on. Bring the research along. Don't think we're going to make it. 
And they start heading down south, and the food is running out, and the food is running out. And remember, they didn't leave until August. What's coming in October again? Yep. Total darkness. Only now, this time, you have to try to get somewhere relatively safe before that sun dips down over the horizon again for the last time in four months. They don't really get to the best place. They try. They get to a place where the food supplies. Remember I said the plan was to drop off supplies to them at other locations if the ship couldn't get all the way there. So obviously these are intelligent men. That's right where they head. And the supplies aren't there. And now that sun's getting low. And you have nothing. And you're facing 75 below zero in total darkness. Not only are you facing 75 below zero in total darkness, you're facing it without a shelter. And you have to go out in it. Not for fun little science experiments. You have to go out and hunt down animals or you're going to starve to death. Oh, did I mention? Because you're running low on food, guys don't have the energy to get out and do the hunting, at least not well. So now you have guys starting to die of hypothermia. They're falling out of the boats into the water. You have guys shrinking away and shrinking away, and I mean all of them. They took one of their long, basically, oar boats, they were whale boats, and flipped it over upside down, and that's all they had for a shelter. It was so low, they just had to sit in there in the freezing cold darkness. They said men started to lose their minds. They would take turns striking out to go hunt for food. Sometimes successful, sometimes not. There's a great book on it. I'm gonna find I'm gonna find it for you so I can tell you at the end of the show. There's a great book on this. It was a really cool read. The, the author told a quick story about they went out. You want to talk about the little mini moments of de- of devastation and despair? They're out hunting. They finally see a walrus. What what would a walrus look like when everyone's starving to death? I mean, how big and fat and muscular is is a walrus. You're all going to eat okay on that. And they shoot it, and it falls into the ocean. And then you have the other things that come with starvation and fear and survival. One guy isn't, isn't losing weight. He looks the same. There's only one way that's happening. Stealing food. Another guy repeatedly was caught stealing food. Greeley had to make the decision. Keep in mind how close you would be. You're on three years now with a group of 25 men. You would know everything about each other trapped inside. Greeley has the man shot. People are dying. And this may be... The worst part of this entire tale. They have telescopes. They have a bunch of you know, equipment to see far away. They can see 20 miles away. I think it was 21 miles away. They can see 
the shoreline where they know there's, a, I think it was an Eskimo village. The village is full of huts and food and warmth. And their sea is too dangerous. They can't get there. But you're looking at it as you starve to death and freeze to death in the darkness of the North Pole. Eventually, a ship did come along. They did get rescued. Of the 25 men who left on this trip, seven returned. And here's the dark part of it. Well, one of the dark parts of it. They wanted to bury lots of the men they lost. They wanted to, understandably. People were big on that afterlife stuff, burial rights stuff. They pick up some of those men. They bring them back home. And the men have some very, very, very clean incisions made in their back, in their butt, in their legs. Incisions made with a scalpel removing large chunks of human flesh. There's something about necessity that really, really brings out the worst in you. I don't know how I feel about cannibalism. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know how I feel about cannibalism. Probably not going to be on the Jeffrey Dahmer diet anytime soon. However, could you do it? Not, not would you, not that you'd be looking forward to it. Mm, I want to eat Steve. I understand that. Could you do it? Maybe you're sitting there saying absolutely. Maybe you're saying, nope, I couldn't. Totally understandable. Let me ask you another question. Could you do it if it meant your kids living? Gets more interesting then, doesn't it? We're talking Donner Party type stuff. I'll do a show on that one day. Maybe I'll do one later on this week. I don't believe in cannibalism. It is against the law. It is against my God. It is against this. It is against that. Okay? Your child's staring at you, starving to death. How can you do it? Necessity. Hang on. Is he smarter than everyone? Who knows? Does he think so? Yeah. The Jesse Kelly Show. Look at what's happening out there with the markets. Look at what's happening with franchise closures all across the United States of America. This economy is a bubble right now with the feds printing money by the trillion, holding interest rates low. We are running a $4 trillion deficit at least this year. Please diversify. 
get a gold IRA from Gold Alliance. Gold held its value, holds its value, will hold its value. Gold is always worth something. If all your money is in risky stocks and bonds, man, you are a bigger gambler than I am. And Gold Alliance, you can trust them. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. So go to goldalliance.com slash jesse. That's goldalliance.com slash jesse. That gets you up to $5,000 in free gold and silver coins. Goldalliance.com slash jesse. What we're seeing right now, I'm specifically talking about what's happening in Wisconsin. There's a brand new video out now of of some video, some dude. This I'm not. I don't think this one's in Wisconsin, but some dude is sitting here outside having a meal with his girlfriend. Black Lives Matter rally people come up. Screaming in his face, burning everything down in Wisconsin. And I had a moment where I thought a couple things. One, shouldn't be eating outside anyway, buddy. It's your fault. We'll get to that in a second, Chris. Two, I'm glad more and more people are seeing who these people are and how they should be dealt with. You, you're seeing it, aren't you? You're seeing it all over the place as they destroy lives, kill people, maim. Everyone knows what's going to have to be done at some point in time, and nobody wants to talk about it. You cannot, as a country, you cannot allow civil unrest within your borders. You can and should, as a free nation, you can and should allow protesting, of course. Of course. We don't want to become the Soviets here. But you cannot allow people to take over American cities, loot, burn, riot whenever they want. And part of the reason you can't is because that stuff is contagious. I'm a big believer in taking hard stances, making the hard choices early, and I'm not a believer in that just because I'm a jerk, although I am a jerk. I'm a believer in that because momentum is everything. During the early stages of coronavirus, why do you think I was the only national voice screaming against the lockdowns? Why do you think that was? Do you think I enjoyed that? I was doing it because I was trying to stop the momentum that, well, you've all seen now. I don't have to explain it. Look what's happened. As soon as you set the narrative and start the momentum towards everyone's going to die, go home. Ah! It's virtually impossible to reverse it. And why, in the immediate aftermath of George Floyd's killing in Minneapolis, 
was I one of the only national voices saying, um, okay, bad video, looks like murder, the cops still are not the problem in these neighborhoods, when everyone else, including the Republican Party, jumped on the cops are an evil racist bandwagon. That's why I was against it early and why you should take the hard stances early when you know them to be right. Don't take the stance that gets you yelled at the least. Take the right stance. That's why I was so loud about it because I knew this was coming and this is now just deemed acceptable. People acting like animals in public. Violence. Destroying lives. Remember that poor cop, that poor uh, former cop, David Dorn in St. Louis? Shoot, he was one of the early casualties. He's dead now. People are dying out here. And they're dying for a lot of reasons. But one of the reasons they're dying is when it came time to take a hard stance, a stance that was going to get you yelled at, too many people in leadership took the easy stance. That's the problem. That's the problem. You oftentimes, you need a jerk. Oftentimes, you have to be led by Adolphus Greeley, who takes the guy stealing food out back and shoots him in the back of the head. You don't love him in that moment. He's going to keep you alive. You know, I had this I had this theory. Don't worry, you don't have to play fantasy football to know what I'm talking about here. Fantasy football is simply this in case you don't know what it is. I, I don't do that anymore because I'm not watching the NFL and I don't want a reason to watch the NFL. But fantasy football is just me as a person. I get together with 10 buddies and we, quote, draft players in the NFL. I want this guy on this team as my running back, this guy on this team as a quarterback. And then the, you play against another guy every week in your team's face-off. That's all you need to know about. It's not important. Don't worry about the details. Somebody has to run these leagues. And this is what I mean. You've got 10, 12 guys in, in your league. It's a real human being. You have dues. You have to pay into it because you win a pot at the end of this whole thing. And you have to set an exact day where you all draft at the same time. I ran my league for years, and everybody, well, you know what? Hang on a sec. I'll explain. Your holster is way more important than you think it is. It's just way more important than you think it is. Look, and I get that. The holster's not the sexy part of carrying firearms, right? You want to talk about your weapon and your ammunition. You want to talk about your safety training. You want to talk about how you did at the range. Oh, look at my groups. I was doing these failure drills today. And all that stuff's really important. I mean, really, really important. I'm not discounting that. But I've known so many people who do all those things. They take all the necessary steps, and then they carry with a holster they bought from a big box hunting store that was made a 1,000 at a time. Please, don't put your life in one of those holsters. You need to trust Northwest Retention Systems because it's all custom-made gear. It's the only thing I carry around. 
nwretention.com. That's nwretention.com. Use the promo code JESSE. Get you 10% off. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man who's called Mal Evans, who's our roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Salt and pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.